Hello, friends and family. Um, Shay Douglas here, and I'm uh, having a great conversation. I'm really looking forward to this. I've been waiting for it all day. I was down at the beach having a swim today in the sweltering heat summer of uh, the Sunshine Coast and really looking into, you know, this man, Richard Harrison, the bold, brave and courageous steps that he's taken uh, very recently in his life to be able to share some truth around what we're currently facing. It'd be easy at this point in time, particularly with the um, challenges that we face in relation to our health and our civilization and our societal frameworks um, are quite confronting uh, when we're faced with the truth. And so I'm excited because Richard has some acquired some very valuable tools and abilities to be able to navigate through this chaotic world we find ourselves in, but not only his own life, able to share his skills and his voice and his, uh, you know, hands, his, his, his physical, tangible uh, services to the world to help people navigate, you know, some challenges that they may be facing in relation to their health as well and their direction in life and actually having a meaningful, purposeful, driven um, and inspired life. So Richard, all the way from the UK, Bath in England, whereabouts is Bath, by the way? Is that the it's, north? it's in the west country so if you look at the uk on the map it's like sort of three three quarters to the west you know is that, is that uh near somerset and it's uh, uh, it's in, it's on the edge of somerset yeah so um so so it's it's somerset where you've got glastonbury in and yeah. then you've got wiltshire to the right with all the prop circles and the stone circles and all that kind of stuff and it's right on the edge between those two bits cool man there must be some really powerful energy being close to Stonehenge and, and in that region, you know, beautiful countryside, I imagine. I actually had some good friends I went to university with from that region. And um, my partner actually is from the UK. So she's she's uh, familiar with the southwest of England as well. Must be beautiful there. Well, it, well, it is beautiful. And if you if you want to dive into the earth energies and the sacred sites down here, it's a big part of the spiritual stuff going on. And uh, we, we can certainly dive into that if you wish. That's cool, man. Actually, I have a big... Uh, curious passion and interest in trying to you know comprehend the incredible intelligent designs of ancient civilizations particularly with these key energy centers and these key points around the earth and what they mean for us even the the newly discovered turkish site the uh gobekli tepe Gobekli tepe. it fascinates fascinates me so much and i think you know it's so cool that to realize we've got much to learn actually in this day and age still um so much more potential and that's a really exciting thing for me so is it um i'm unfamiliar with anything else outside of stonehenge is it is there other um ancient sites around you around you yeah man there's so there's so much to unpack there so like so so most of your audience i'm sure will be aware that there's like a cabal cover-up so if you're like graham hancock or something you go to the pyramids and you say hey it isn't quite what the mainstream suggests here's some evidence there's the gaslighting there's the censorship there's that like What's that? Zawi Hawass, that guy, you know, that horrible Egyptian guy that's like head of antiquities there. Yeah. He's not yep. a very nice guy. He's just like a cabal person shutting everyone down and, and just saying he's like a pseudo historian and all this sort of stuff. It's the usual tricks. It's the same freaking tricks for that thing as it is for the scamdemic. It's the same stuff. Yeah. Um, so, so then it's like, all right, why, 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 if you're a cabal, why do you do that? And the answer is, well, there's a lot of empowering stuff there. And, and I think perhaps part of the reason why you and me and your audience are into this stuff. It's because we get this kind of knowing that they, they were up to something, these ancient people, and maybe they didn't have smartphones and stuff like that. And I think that technology is cool, by the way. But there's an understanding that their spiritual technology like was, was very good. And so when you uncover these sites, 
And this is where, like, so many Westerns go wrong, right? We're, we're looking at it, and it's like, well, it's a mound, so it could have been used for defensive purposes, and it's farming, and it's like, mate, you're thinking about it like a materialist, reductionist Westerner, and none of it is going to make any freaking sense when you do that, right? If you're looking at, like, Serpent Mound or something, or Stonehenge in terms of farming or defense, like, forget it. Or, or they'll just say, oh, yeah, it's their spiritual beliefs, it's their quaint spiritual beliefs. And it's like, that won't cut it either, because, like, you're not taking it seriously. Like, it's so so then like then the question is well what were it what was it for and why why do they put so much fucking effort into this thing am i allowed to swear okay is swearing okay this is an uncensored full <laughs> truth straight to the point uh no holding back conversation absolutely man just go for it all right i'll say the occasional fuck thing because we're, we're living in profane times shay so like yeah, <laughs> Well, anyway, well, the point is that like like that they're up to something, and there's there's a technology there, and it's not a material technology necessarily; it's an inner technology. And 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 once you understand that, then then I think you can grapple with with these things in in a serious sort of way. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And um, yeah, I hear when you say that that inner technology being very powerful and something that it seems our kind of current you know demographic of generation of people are starting to realize we're uh, born into a very unique situation a massive transitional period and um, that's quite exciting in my eyes it like lights me up and gives me goosebumps in this moment you know to to remember that moment and um realizing uh this uncovering that you know you've been sharing so much recently with some really great interesting speakers like that was, was so cool i'm here curious to hear how it was with it um iman when you did the podcast with him was that down in london or something um and you know what i'm, what I'm trying to say is that there's there's not just this younger generation of people but people in general wise old young are starting to to like realize and wake up wow this this powerful technology um that the ancients had access to we're starting to realize and tap into potentially and i'm curious on your take on this you know what what's possible for our civilization when we overcome some of the hurdles and challenges that we're faced with in terms of the cabal in terms of you know health kind of mandates and really starting to realize that inner work of alchemizing the process and seeing the the spiritual strength that we have uh, individually but also when we are together in a collective on the same kind of um mission and vision and and kind of process of manifesting heaven on earth um what, what's what is what is possible for human um species if we start to tap into that ancient technology that they they were using back then yeah i completely agree and there's there's so much to unpack there shay well i mean like a lot of us in the freedom movement realize that this is a spiritual war fundamentally like that they'll understand that but like where I think we can we can talk more in this conversation or what I offer on this conversation a bit more is like I'm not as good as someone like Alex Jones or Jordan Maxwell or David Icke and sort of like labeling the conspiracy and saying look here's the the Rothschilds here's the Council on Foreign Relations there's there's the UK royal family that like there's people that are gonna that are doing a fine job with that but something I feel like I cannot I can add a layer to on the conversation is like once you accept that it's a spiritual war then it's like, all right, well, what do you do about it? How do you take that? Because that's a low resolution term, isn't it? Like it's a spiritual war. It's like, well, what are the rules of this war? What are the, the waypoints to achieve? What are the advantages? What are the disadvantages? And so so, um, so we, we can unpack some of that if, if you want to. Absolutely, man. Like let's, let's unpack that more because from the way that I understand, you know, 
how the function of energy and how vibration in our universe is, you know, manifest based on polarities, you know, yin and yang, north and south, hot and cold, red and blue, um, in terms of frequency of the amps of energy of information that's around us, um, war, like the physical battle and combat and fighting, killing and murder, um, you know, rape and pillage, which has been happening on this planet for, you know, last century um since i've i have the awareness of maybe perhaps even longer i don't know but um how do we transcend that notion of you know spiritual being the the ritual to it to the spirit of energy of the vibration and and um manifest reality of our environment how do we raise and transcend um the warship that we're fighting on um to a different state and let's unpack it let's go there let's go to the spiritual warfare well, yeah so i mean like okay so so you could be very spiritual and make all that stuff much worse and the case in point is the cabal so so they're they're explicitly spiritual and they know some of them are pretty fucking good at that stuff uh so so to, to be spiritual isn't necessarily be all love and rainbows you can be very left-hand path spiritual i meet these fucking idiots all the time like and and some usually they're awful because the real spiritual development is along the right-hand path. And it's like, basically, as Rudolf Steiner says, like, moral development is spiritual development. And I think more or less that's the case. Nevertheless, you can go on quite an extended multi-lifetime long, like, kind of, like, blind alley, where you get, you, you use explicitly spiritual ideas to do explicitly spiritual maneuvers. The dumb things, like, for the aggrandizement of the ego at the expense of love, uh, so, so what that means, because um, I think people often get confused with the idea of the ego, like the ego is an organ in the psyche. So if you go into the inner planes, you go into the psyche, stuff in there and you can kind of organize it and categorize it rather like you can out here. It's like, well, here's my body and here's Shay and here's this cup. You can do that in the inner two. And uh, one of the organs that you should know is the ego. And you, you can think about that as the eye of Sauron. And it's the part of the psyche which makes things uh, conscious and it's fine. Like, like everyone's like, oh, you need to get rid of your ego. No, you don't. I, I, that, that, that's a truly terrible idea. If you did that, that's like cutting out your kidneys or something. Like, don't do that. Instead, make the ego strong and integrate it in its in its proper place, which I think is uh, looking upwards towards the higher self, which is another organ of the psyche. Um, so, so it's a thing which makes things conscious. The ego. Um, I would definitely so, agree with you on the fact, you know, the ego has been given a bad rap in recent times and hasn't given enough value, you know, it's kind of like, yeah, I totally agree with you, man. Well, there's so much nuance in that because, because like the, 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 the satanic mythology is to like, like the picture of the pyramid with the 13 layers and the all seeing eye on the top. It's like, look, raise the ego to preposterous heights with as much power as you possibly can. That's one way to read that symbol. So it's like, all right. Don't want to do that and often people can confuse the term ego and persona someone goes around like in a fucking flash sports car or like saying how much charity they do or saying how great of a life coach they are or whatever it is right and and and, and in order to be special so that they can hide their shadow of inferiority and ideally project that inferiority onto other people that's the, the, the typical grift that the evil does down here well that's that's not i mean okay usually they have strong ego to do that many times they don't but it's not ego it's persona and what they need to do is drop the persona and integrate the shadow 
So, so people confuse that. Like, I, I, most of the time when people say they need less e ego, what they mean is they need less persona. That is a mask of a, of a little fraction of, of what you are um, that, that you show to the world in order to get some superior position. So to, to, to stop the war and stuff, like, well, uh, it, we, we need to tackle the problem of evil. And the problem of evil is, the, is, 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 is uh, trying to sort of go forward without the proper moral development. I think that's one way of, of looking at evil. Like, how would you define evil, to our curiosity? Uh, it's a great question, Mo, and I, I really, actually really appreciate your explanation and understanding the difference between persona and ego. And um, I, I love how you just you explained it there. Just something clicked for me. And I was like, yeah, that's a really nice, beautiful way to explain it. It should mean something. It's just hard to butt in, Shay, but it should mean, this is one of the fucking problems we have with spirituality. Everyone's like, oh yeah, ego and persona and just like manifest. And it's like, all right, how to do that? What does it mean? Yeah. Draw me a map. Like they can't do it. You see, and if you're going to be good, if, if I'm a nuclear technician and you say to me, right, Rich, draw me a map of how a nuclear thing works. And you, I should be able to do the damn thing. Yeah, and spiritual true. people, especially religionists, have been have been having this run where they just do a, a spiritual word salad where, where they where they say, I oh, yeah, ego and persona. And then and then like, you know, if you're if you're like an Eastern religious person, you do like the deep breath, you do like, you know, and look special, like like. For most people, that's what spirituality is, and, and, it, and it's such bullshit. It's supposed to do something rather than just be a tool to make someone be special, you know? Yeah, totally. And um, I guess, like, my, my understanding of, to answer your question around the meaning of uh, evil, is, you know, is, is part of that, or that part of the psyche, part of the self, part of our... Um, experience in terms of the way that I understand it and look at it, it is in terms of the energy of evil, which is much denser. So particularly if we just look at the um, archetypes of the polarities, like, you know, good and evil, um, you know, hot and cold or yin and yang or whatever it may be that, that there's these like kind of poles of vibration, different, um, kind of frequencies of energy where the energy of <clears throat> evil is more dense and dark and it has um which is archetypally part of ourselves in a sense that we all have the potential for <clears throat> evil choices in our lives or evil actions or evil behaviors which as you were saying is probably more part of our shadow self because we often don't want to acknowledge that and own it and actually realize that that I have that capacity within me to cause destruction and harm and um, tremendous amount of chaos. But that, you know, the, to balance out the evil, we also have the potential for, um, you know, light and bringing good to the world and, you know, being a good human being and, and have choosing goodwill and uh, taking responsibility. And like you said, the, the, the really important piece is to integrate the ego so that we realize that the yin and the yang is, is, you know, there's this internal tug of war, conflict, struggle that's often going off all the time within us. We just most of the time aren't even aware for me, especially like often not even aware of how much inner dialogue there is. And yeah. my thoughts are distracting me so much, whether I should do this or not, if it's if I should if I feel guilty about it or if I feel ashamed from it or, you know, as you mentioned, all the covering up all of the insecurities in a performance. But then coming to the realization that it's okay that being evil, because I can point the finger and blame that person, say that is evil, you know, but not actually owning my own 
evil tendencies to harm the people that I actually love the most that are in my yeah. field, that are the closest ones to me that, you know, I've done harmful things to that I've been evil to them and, and not actually looking at that side of myself because I can't even comprehend the scale of evil that's going on in the external world because I can't even deal with my own evilness. In, such in a good one. And yeah, that's, man, that's such a good, beautifully expressed. What, what about for you? Well, no, I mean, I, 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 in broad strokes, I agree to, to, to that kind of tapestry of ideas that you presented there. Um, and, and I would build on it. Like, I, I think, I think like you were hinting that like, uh, evil is like an inversion of good. So like, um, you, you have like the ennoblement of the character, like the virtues, things like courage and love and stuff like that. Uh, and then, and then evil is like an inversion of that where like you have these kind of like anti-virtues, um, like like lying for example so like if, if you're trying to be good like you would almost never lie yet if you're running on the evil circuitry lying would help you uh to, to deliver your goals and yet if you're trying to sort of like be good then it would be detrimental to, to your character equally even something like lust which is something like i've battled a lot with in, in this life like if, if you're evil you can actually use that to do a lot of like quite clever and effective occult workings but if, if, if you're, if you're trying to do like do things on team good, which is like, which is one way we should probably define what good is. It's like, it's like orienting your sense of identity to the highest expression of psyche. So you go into the inner planes and you go all the way up to the, to the most highest part of spirit and then create a channel between your egoic consciousness all the way through those different aeonic worlds to the highest expression of psyche. And then you're saying, look, I am broke and I am flawed. I do, I do tend to project my own weaknesses onto other people and everything. Fine. But I'm aiming for this thing. How do I do that? And then, and then the thing answers back. And then when, when that message comes from that highest expression of psyche, one way we can define that is self-esteem, um, uh, which is cool because that, that's why someone on our side, by definition, can stand in a room of a thousand, a million, a billion, the whole planet of people and say, you lot are all wrong. Uh, and, and I'm right and mean it because because if there's this channel of psycho-spiritual energy coming from the highest expression of psyche, it's stronger than anything down here. And, that, and that's a that's a thing that you can test in, in in your life. It's a meaningful thing. Whereas the evil people, they they kind of sev they have this illusion of severance between that different thing, but between that highest expression of psyche. So they then have to get a different way of getting their psycho-spiritual needs met. And then you get into the grifts like, oh, I get a sports car so like, I can be special. You know, like there's nothing wrong with sports cars, by the way, you could be like a, like a, a, me a mechanic and love cars. And it could be this self-actualizing expression of love and beauty. But if you're a narcissist and you have one, then it's the sports car and the beauty and the art and the craft of it is prostituted because now it's an object so that you can have the superior position and make other people feel inferior. Or I don't know, you start a big charity or something just so you can show people how special you are, or you get loads of money so you can control people. Or you'd know some applied psychology so you can like fucking stick it on people with some neuro-linguistic programming or some hypnosis or something like that. Nothing wrong with that stuff. I, I like hypnosis a lot. But if, you, if you're using it in some way where you undermine and invalidate the target in order to control them so that you spiritually drowning as you are because you don't have that connection of psycho-spiritual energy from the highest expression of psyche, then I, not that I would do this because I, I, I rather admire Shay, but like I could, I could push Shay down and probably he'd see through it but if he didn't see through it then i'd be able to put myself up and then and then my weaknesses and i'll put on him and 
he's drowning and I'm for one more crooked moment I'm lifting up so we're we're darting around many data points on this question here but like th th these are some of the behaviors of, of good and evil and it's important to note because a lot of people say like oh well your good is my your good and my bad is my bad or whatever it is it's like no that's not how it is these are two teams and they may even look very similar on the surface right but if you look under the hood of both of these people and look at what their psychology is doing and what their spirituality is doing it's, it's, it's a totally different thing. Evil behaves in this particular way. And we've darted around a few of the things so far. Good behaves in this way. And we've darted around a bunch of things. They're whole, they're different creatures, you know? Um, and, 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 and of course, both, both of those psyches are in us. And, you know, we, we have percentages of both, both within us. Is it, are we getting useful information out here, Shay? Yeah, I love it. <clears throat> I love your explanation. Um, and I'm keen. I've got a couple of questions that come up for me as you were speaking there. That we could kind of branch off a little bit to to unpack it even further particularly around you know the way that you explain the sense of or, or lack of connection to this this higher this perspective this higher self and this higher guidance and how that can uh, hinder us from realizing and recognizing being actualized in ourselves and seeing others in that same equal place of potential to also connect with their you know highest guided self and that disassociation that can happen and, and disintegrate us from the, our own you know innate power and truth um and you know the the origin of that kind of severing um what what you feel is potentially been in you know it's been kind of seemingly like this perpetual pattern through our uh, you know recent history that has been continuously severed and separated and like really kept us um you know separated uh, in our own you know homes and in, in isolation and further and further and further away but then it must be a point where rubber bands back and comes back into integration at some stage just on the the laws of you know thermodynamics and the way that you know everything has a opposite and uh, opposite reaction to its you know extreme you know polar reaction but what what i mean outside of experience you know intense emotional trauma as a youngling i mean we could probably even go back to you know child birthing labor processes in the modern day modern day i say you know hospital systems um you know what what do you feel is kind of some of the contributing factors to this disintegration from our true connection to a higher source a higher power perspective of ourself and then also you know what is the hope for a possibility of healing this um, and transforming it and you know going through the process of um and our chemical process of transcending the the pain from the past to a you know possibility for healing and transformation for for a, a becoming of our of our lives yeah those are such good questions like i think if you take it at like the biggest meta level like most of these serious spiritual traditions have something have like a fall in there like not fall the joker but fall as in you fall down like i think the kabbalists get it really good where where there's this like there's this void where where like the higher parts of the tree of life like are kind of separated but from the lower by by this great fall and then to bor borrow the gnostic interpretation which i think actually links into the kabbalistic pretty well 
you then have to like repackage yourself find Sophia like like the Truman Show you know when he when he chases the woman or like the Matrix or something like that they're all Gnostic films and then cross the void again and then sort of get through the illusion and, and reclaim your birthright um so so in a grand scheme it, it's that it's it's the fall which is a psycho spiritual event which we're now having to sort of like sort out but that that, that isn't really helpful when when you're facing like a well actually it isn't immediately helpful when you're facing a satanic cabal and people like dictator dan and <laughs> all those guys right so um is he still in power is dictator dan still in power Mate, you wouldn't believe he just got voted in again. Just the last re-election is fuming. I can't believe it. Oh, yeah, honestly, I he is going to be one of my top five Nuremberg 2.0 attendees, man. He's got such a punchable face, and I just think it's going to be really fun watching him squirm in, in the dock when oh, that happens. Yeah, yeah, zero, zero backbone. Or I can't even believe it, man. That's why in Australia we've actually had a mass migration of people. And whenever, you know, across the world through history, you see, um, you know, people migrating, moving, people don't generally just want to pack up and leave their homes. You know, they usually you create a nest and it's a home and you love it and you don't want to move ever. And when yeah. you start seeing people moving and literally, you know, masses of people, it's generally because of a war or it's because of, you know, some crazy environmental catastrophe or something like horrendous has happened and uh people are getting the fuck out of victoria i tell you now I see. yeah it's, well, it's i would really, i wouldn't live there yeah me too man fuck. Yeah. um but yeah anyway well uh, look to finish to finish that point like because it, so I, I gave like a what was what was the question because we we're talking about like what's the problem with the fall what, what was yeah. it yeah well you you kind of mapped out the analogies in the movies with the disintegration from our higher self what what leads someone to be a narcissistic sociopath in the world and you know continue repeating that pattern because they haven't you know really taken a moment to reflect on their um, their lives and and the, the impact yeah yeah so this is this is it so i think when that fall goes further and further and you get further and further away from from wholeness and truth like you you become this fragmented person and you've you're liable to all these dumb illusions like take take like porn masturbation and stuff like that like it, it's very compelling like, like it's fucking hot you know particularly the kinky stuff it's like it's, it's ludicrously hot it really is uh -huh. you know and you can have so much fun with it and it's so freeing in a lot of ways and you can make a really really strong argument for it but yet when you understand a bit more about how things work and i found i had to understand quite a lot to really work this out you understand like the spiritual implications of like what masturbating is like or sending uh sexual energy around your psyche when you're looking at like japanese tentacle porn or like foot fetish stuff or something like like it, it, it's sending these weird currents around or like what that does to your soul what is your soul what does that mean people people talk about the soul like is that the same as the higher self or is it a different thing like what is that and how does that how does this then affect the other parts of the psyche and then the manifest your body and then the rest of the manifested world it gets really really trippy and and, and so you, you actually have to know quite i think for my own journey i had to know quite a lot about that stuff to understand why porn masturbation and kinky sex and everything is actually really deleterious and then once you understand that you look at it and you're just like oh, i just want to do that like because it, it's obviously bad but without that knowledge it it seems obviously fantastic you see so you need that so it's as, as you go further and further frag fragmented 
you're liable to succumb from bigger and bigger illusions because you don't see the full picture, you know? So that's, that's a big part of it. Yeah, that's huge, man. That's a massive part of it. And I think you're really speaking to something that is uh, pro probably very likely a ch challenge for most, uh, you know, most men in the world and, and potentially for some, a lot of females as well. And, you know, it, that's the ultimate from, from what I understand. And Alan Watts speaks about a lot about this, but the biggest, the most tangible, challenging, pleasurable human physical experience to overcome there's two of them that primarily keep us trapped in in this you know f flesh body of you know meat suit whatever we experiencing life through this vehicle and vessel of our three-dimensional being that it's uh food because we're always constantly eating and we get you know even if someone gets upset you know they'll eat um out of you know trying to comfort themselves and find some sense you have a strong taste and sense we each love rich foods you know lots of sugar and lots of indian flavors you know and all the, the tantalizing sensations that it gives us and the the feelings and then the second one is this is, is sexuality and having a sexual orgasmic moment of intercourse but it can also be the gateway to something that transcends the physical being and and you know we have this spiritual moment where it's like oh my fucking god that was like incredible moment like tapping into another you know peeling back that veil and going into a whole nother world and and those two elements is, is often what keeps us trapped into the you know the the physical three-dimensional world and without realizing that the other elements of what's possible in you know this experience and the spiritual potential that we have to really have a deeper sense of what else what what other energy is actually out there outside of the table and the laptop my body and and the playing in a field that's more subtle than the subtle fields of energy that's around us um yeah yeah you have a so, great so website a let's part. make sure people like, see it um, go again, hosting is fast right? like we're dealing with an enemy that is very very interesting and the more interested in the more subtle energies around us in the inner planes they're just little cunts they're not very nice and they're they're, they're an enemy class and they Secure want to enslave and you. always online yeah, get the help I, you need I with agree, our expert man, support available at any time earlier, trust your site to go down pakistani military duniya ki one of the richest company ho sakti hai kya bakwas ek aisa desh jiske paas kuch samay pehle chai import karne ke liye they are i believe very sophisticated and aware of the esoteric knowledge that has been they have intentionally wiped from our uh, <laughs> from our you know uses and actually killed off the medicine men and medicine women and the shamans and the the witches and everyone intentionally to wipe that knowledge from the people who as you said it's our birthright innately anyway to have these deeper you know cognitive abilities like clairsentience clairvoyance clair um you know the ability to be able to see clearly when our eyes are closed for example as you were stating earlier you know through these glands um seeing what's really possible in the technology that's available inside of us um so yeah it's obscenely powerful man yeah but, but and like some of them really get it like and, and again like you you only know things as far as you've gone right so like i've i've traveled one or two steps on this spiritual path as i, as I know you have and many people listening to this have and you, so you can look downhill and you can see well 
I can see what I've worked out and I can see you're here and you're here and you're here. But then there's this like murky unknown. You're like, well, I don't know how far I've got yet to go. There's a load of stuff that I don't know. And I can see that someone probably knows something here. And also there's an illusion thing as well. Like people can often project that they know more than, than, than they actually do. And you think someone's here, whereas in fact they're back here. Narcissists are very skilled at that. For example, you get a lot of that in the spiritual community. Just, just, as, just as like a little waypoint. Like if you ever go to like Glastonbury or something like that, and you see someone with like long hair, all like tied back and then like a perfectly manicured beard and like a big white outfit and then like a flower of love. And it says like, be kind, <laughs> like crystals, fucking run a, run a million miles. <laughs> like, <laughs> that person is dangerous cancer. <laughs> I've actually never been to Glastonbury, but it's always been one place that I would uh, love to experience just on the sheer scale of this crazy place. One of my good friends, again, who I went to university with, he's like, Oh, we love our Glastonbury. We do. We go every year. <laughs> Is that yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, we started by talking about earth energies and we probably tantalized the audience and then, and then we didn't. So do, do you want to go back to that? Cause that's yeah, cool Let's do it. All right. Well, um, Glastonbury, the town is a little way away from Glastonbury, the festival. So Glastonbury, the festival is in Pilton. Yeah. It's a different place. Yeah. It's a village about five miles east of Glastonbury really close though not on i think it's I, I, you have to check they move but i think it's close to but not on the two two of the big big energy lines that come from the sort of east or northeast uh the michael and mary line that then go and hit glastonbury and they meet these other two that come from like wales or like uh france because obviously they go in both directions and it, and it makes a very powerful series of nodes there it does a, a bunch of other stuff there, actually, that a lot of other sacred sites don't do. Maybe we'll talk about that later. But the point is, like, so Glastonbury, the town, with its tour, because it's got this, like, mountain thing with, like, a ruined tower on the top, that is a mega spiritual site extraordinaire on, on, on the scale of the earth. Mm. So, so it's, it's like, a, like, as far as I can tell, like a top five sort of, or top ten kind of place, you know? Um like even people that aren't like you know that have put their energies into other things at, at this life right and, and only have a passing interest in spirituality they 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 go to glastonbury and they're like yeah i feel something i feel like i got an energy i feel like uplifted i feel like there's a, a glow and there's a color and then as i go away like over the next few days it fades so that glastonbury energy kind of fades mm. and, the, and the reason there's a lot of reason behind that but like one of the main ones is you've got these massive energy currents coming into this thing and then the same, all sorts of interesting stuff happening with, with the energy currents and the different sacred sites there, creating this massive amplification uh, of psycho-spiritual energy, plus really interesting kind of occult things that can occur when these uh, lines cross over and they make these vortexes mm. uh, at these sacred sites. Wow. Yeah, cool. That's I did, fascinating. I didn't know that, you know. Um, uh, it's cool to hear that feedback, you know, people having tangibly feeling the you know subtle differences of how they feel in that environment as opposed to when they're somewhere else and you know just picking up with that and that's a really big thing is you know it's so so powerful to recognize and it, it like even if people this conversation is way beyond people's scope perhaps it's probably likely um you know most people who are listening really kind of comprehend the conversation that we're having but the big thing is like when often people what i've found is a lot of people starting to feel more and feeling the energy of the 
the other person that they're having a conversation with or in the environment that they're in or their, their own energy of how they're feeling. And that's like such a key reminder of how energy just never lies at the end of the day, the energy in the, in the field or our own field, we can pick up on and, and we have such ability as feeling based creatures to really have that simple sense of just picking up the energy um, of ourselves in a room. And a simple example is like when you go to a, say you go to a, um, you know, like a theater, you know, and in the theaters there's a hundred seats and down in the bottom right corner, there's all these people and they're laughing and they're clapping and they're all having the best time ever. And you, everyone else is looking at them and they're kind of like, Oh, like that's a little bit like hesitant to go down there, but they're feeling attracted to it. And they're all looking at it and what, you know, like, there's it's just an attraction because there's energy there, you know, there's like obviously an ecstatic, happy, joyful energy that they're um, overly, wordly expressing. And this, this is a simple kind of example that we all have a million percent, million percent. ability to feel that, that energy that, that sometimes people kind of, they can't perceive because they can't necessarily always see the, the, the energy like Wi-Fi, for example, like, all the electromagnetic frequencies of energy that's always in our field. We just think, oh yeah, it's all good. Like uh, it's not going to harm me. It's not like my biology when it's like, it's fine. It's all good. There's no dramas here. Like I don't notice any difference. And then they go for a swim in the ocean. They're like, oh, that was so amazing. And they feel yeah, yeah, yeah. changes, you know? Yeah, that, the, the EMF in particular is such a good example because it doesn't matter whether you believe in it or not, whether you know the research in it or not, it's going to affect your mood. Like, and the different frequencies will affect it just fine. Uh, uh, yeah, even though you're, you you may not know anything about it. So that's that's a very good metaphor. Mm. Yeah, but uh, let's go back to the um, you know ancient technology and the sites, the sacred sites, because I just I'm, I love I love this conversation. And um, what do you think, like? and go just transport yourself to turkey and go back to the tepe what, what what like how how old do you, it really is that and what was its main purpose well i mean it's pretty obvious that like it was buried like what was it like twelve thousand odd years ago just after right after the end of the younger dryas like the, the second cataclysm event because mm -hmm. there was like one that started it and one that ended it wasn't there the, yeah. the younger dryas yeah so so the, the younger dryas is this like ice age period that lasted like two or three thousand years and it was it was i think it ended about thirteen thousand years ago something like that mm -hmm. uh, yeah so 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 mainstream history is like everyone probably knows this but I better give it a recap yeah. <laughs> like, in case like gchq are listening or something you might want to know this <laughs> so, so uh so um like mainstream history is like oh yeah hunter gatherers in mesopotamia and then like little huts and then farmland and then, and then romans and then then us and it's just horseshit like like so so the, the the model that people like graham hancock famously sort of put out there but like there's loads of other people that get into it is actually there was a high civilization around about thirteen thousand years ago uh, during the younger dryas this like ice age thing and it collapsed immediately afterwards and then the idea is that they spread their technology all around the world. So you get these fully formed like civilizations with like, I guess, thousands of years of like antecedent technology and spiritual tradition and symbols and just like memes and stuff fully formed in South America and in, like Egypt in places like Mesopotamia. Tur yeah, is Turkey part of Mesopotamia? I don't know. Anyway, let's say Turkey where Gobekli Tepe is. And, it's, and, and they're all very similar. Like they have these kind of like common you know like links that they have like similar sort of like symbols and design protocols and interest in things like astrology and that kind of thing 
Um, so, 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 so yeah. So then, and then, and then you have this, this high building thing and it gets worse and worse over time. Um, like the older pyramids are like the epic ones, the oldest are, I've seen them in, in this Egyptian museum in like in Turin in Italy, like the old ones, they're made of this like obscenely hard, like marble granite stuff. And it looks like alien lasers made them. I've seen them with my own eyes. It's, it's phenomenal. And then you, you get them ones that are a few thousand years on and they're just like stone ones that, you know, you think, well, I probably could make that if I practice for a lot of time, I could make that the laser one from the granite, forget it. I wouldn't even know where to start. So, so, so physically that's what's going on. There seems to have been a high civilization that, uh, like spread itself around the world at the time of that cataclysmic event. Um, so that, so that's physically where it is. But the, the, the question is like, what are all these religious things for? Why do they care about it so much? And the cool thing is we're, we're working that out. You see, we're in a Renaissance now. We've stopped like forgetting everything and trying to claw onto the past. And now we're, we're inventing again. So, mm. so we're here and, and so here's what i know if you go to go beckley tepe you'll find strong energy lines going there and they will cross over a node at like the points that that, that are of significance that they they put out in that temple you show me any big megalithic site we'll get dowsers there uh, and we'll find that like big energy lines cross over and they make nodes of that place the nodes may or may not be broken if they haven't been used for a long time. Uh, they, they may be broken, but they'll, they'll attempt to cross over where they're supposed to cross over. Yeah. And, and so, and so then it's like, well, what are you doing? Well, they, the, the earth energy, not just the nodes, but the earth energy amplifies the psyche. So if you live on one of these lines, not even a node, like your psyche will be amplified both for good and, and for ill. So when people go to Glastonbury, by the way, like they, they have this big, <laughs> It's what sorry you see the worst of people and the best of people i suspect you, you definitely do yeah like um you, you, uh, but on on a more mundane level mm. like people's subconscious content just comes out really really quickly and if you spend a month there or something you'll find all these dramas taking place that you know might not need to have taken or might have taken a long time to take place mm. because the energy is being so strong there mm -hmm. yeah yeah i understand